Hello, and welcome to Exchanging Eternal Truths, brought to you by Expanding Your Faith Ministries in Anderson, South Carolina. I'm your host, author Heather Lancaster, and I'm happy to be joined by Brian and Monique Linton, who are the worship leaders at Delmarva Evangelistic Church in Salisbury, Maryland. And today we're going to talk about the power of worship. So Brian, Monique, thank you for joining me. Thank, thank you for having you. us. Yes, thank Absolutely. you. So tell me what it means in, in your mind to be a worship leader. It's, uh, to me, it's just uh, bringing, to be able to bring the congregation, to bring, bring those that you know coming in the door, to be able to bring them into the presence of the Lord. Um, you know, people may be coming in with heavy hearts, be coming in with, you know, just daily life situations, things they may be going through, but it's to just bring them in for that, that short time to be able to forget about what's going on, forget about what's going on in their lives and to just usher them into the presence of God. Amen. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's something we need. Cause I think, I think you, you hit the nail there when people come into the congregation invariably everything that's been going on, it seems like, especially on Sunday mornings, everything that could go wrong does, you know, getting the kids out of bed, car, you know, animals acting crazy. You know, there's always something. This is a distraction on Sunday morning. The enemy's very good at trying to just put those little, little foxes that eat at the vine there. It's true. It's true. And that's, and that's what we do. So it's just, you know, just getting together for that, you know, 30 minutes at the time and just, you know, ushering in the presence of God so that you just makes you just forget about what's going on in your life at that time. Yeah. You know, laying down the burdens because we all come in full of, like you said, full of stuff that's going on. And then you're full of burdens. You're full of things that you heard throughout the week and it it can weigh you down. And when you get into the service and you start just singing them the songs and you think about the words and who we're singing to, it's just like, Lord, I lay it at your feet so that I can just, just the release of, of, of what you're going through. And, and then you're like, God, I just want to enter in. I just want to feel you. You know, I want to worship you. And you start to feel that the sense that the Holy Spirit is starting to move and that lives are always changed. There's always change. Sometimes the enemy gets in and it's hard press and then you have to press in harder. Right. Right. Sometimes when Mm -hmm. we're there, it's like there's a block, you know, our pastor sometimes, you know, he's real good at, at, you know, Brian and him, they flow real good together. Um, sometimes I think they make eye contact because when the enemy is really trying, it's, it's that stronghold that's trying to take hold and always ultimately God, you know, God says, Nope, this is not what's going to happen. Cause this is my house. Yeah. My and, house, my time. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is my time. This isn't about you. This is about me being yeah. the Lord. And you know, you, you hear the crying and you hear um, people and see people at the altar, just laying it down and just entering in. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful thing. It really it's is. a beautiful thing. Yeah, it really is. And I, and I have found in, in my experience, some of the most powerful time of ministry is when the Holy Spirit's doing the work mm-hmm. and you're just, you're just in worship. And that, you know, not only can that be corporately, but that can be privately as well. 
Yeah. Now, yeah. when you when you talk about, you know, pressing in, what does that mean? Like, what does that look like for you guys? So let's say you can feel and and you know, we're all spirit led, you know, we're led by the Holy Spirit and you can tell when there's that, that sort of block into, into that presence. What does, when you guys go to press in, what does that look like for you guys? Reminds me of the story in the Bible, you know, the woman with the issue of blood Mm -hmm. and how, you know, she went to many doctors and she went here and she went there and nothing could, nothing, no one could help her. But she knew that Jesus had come into town. And when she pressed through the crowd, she just knew that if she could just get to Jesus and just touch the hem of his garment, she knew she would be made whole. So, and I look at that in our daily lives, you know, we're, we're bombarded sometimes with just, you know, with life, with, you know, being busy, this, that. And sometimes you just feel the pressures of life, you know, on you. And it's that time when we have to just, we have to get to Jesus, you know, just like the woman with the issue of blood. We have to press it in our personal lives and say, you know what? It's because, you know, a lot of times when we're here and, and, and we feel that we put on worship music or we put on or just begin to sing and you could just sense that the atmosphere changes, mm-hmm. the stress leaves the, and you could just sense his peace and his presence. So that's what that means to me. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, in church, you know, when we're singing, Brian, you know, we, we as we sing, we sometimes we'll just repeat a, a verse, mm-hmm. you know, because it's power in the word. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll, we'll just start singing and you can just feel it. The music builds and, but it's not because it's man-made, hey, you do this note and we do this note. It's a, it's all of a sudden you can sense that everybody, wherever we're on the platform, you're sensing that the, the strength, it's like, it's almost like power just mm-hmm. comes off over you and you just push in and you sing and you sing and you worship. And then the tears start falling. Your hand is raised, you know, and it's, it becomes easier to worship. It's the only way that I can say when you press in, and you just, and that's when you press in is also when you just have, to, it's like you give up, you give it up and you say, okay, God, it's not, I, I can't, take I, can't anymore. I can't do it within my power. Right. You know, I have to just give it to you. And what are we here for? We're here to worship. Total you. surrender. Yeah. And that, you know, that's, that's pressing in. That's trying to, you know, that's, that's touching the hem of his garment and that's saying, Lord, I surrender and, and it's all yours. And we just give you glory. And give you praise. And that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. I think you you hit the key word there was surrender. Mm-hmm. Because so many times, and this is this is something that that I'm passionate about, is that there's a difference between Jesus being your savior and Jesus being your Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you come in and you go, this is not about me. This is about we were created. We were created in his image and in his likeness. And we were created to worship him, to have that communion and that fellowship. Right. And that's the reason. And this is something Holy Spirit is just kind of bringing up. That's the reason or part of the reason that the devil hates us so much. 
Oh, yeah. Right. Because he was a created being that was created to worship. That's right. Yeah. And when he fell, we took that, we took his place. Mm-hmm. But not only that, we were created in God's image as opposed to just like an angel, which is different. Right. You know, so here we are. We look like God. We're meant to act like God. And we've taken his place as worshipers. And that, to me, is part of the power in worship. Because when we come in and we surrender and we go, we are just here to glorify our Lord and to thank him for what he's done. You know, the scripture says, come into his gates with thanksgiving. Yes. And we just... You know, we're not seeking God for what God can do for us because he's already done all we could even imagine by sending Jesus as our Savior. So if all we do the rest of our lives is worship, Mm -hmm. he's worth it. And it's it's powerful. And I, that's why I think worship is so important as part of why I wanted to talk to you guys, because I haven't really talked to any other worship leaders so far in the podcast, but worship is, is essential to usher in, like you said, usher in that presence. So when we gather together and we, we are in that place, especially in a corporate gathering, just having that avenue to bring in the presence that brings in healing that brings in restoration. That's when the Holy spirit can work when we're surrendered and we're, we are here and we're not seeking something, but we're seeking the one that's right that created. Yeah. And what's cool about worship is that worship doesn't have to just be in a church setting. And you alluded to it, you know, if you feel like you've got something going on at home or or you're stressed out or or things have been tough and you said you put on worship music and it changes the atmosphere, how else would you encourage our listeners to sort of learn how to bring in that that essence of worship into your home? You know, worship is so important to us. I mean, as far as, you know, Brian and I go, not just because we're worship leaders, but it's it's just ingrained in us. It's who we are. It's that gift that God gave us. And I just speak for myself, you know, with with my life, with the blindness that hit me, with the life that we live, it's not a life um, that's easy for anybody. You know what I'm saying? And so with our family here, me, it's me and my husband and our daughter. And God sees what we go through. And we go to church and we sing and, and it's beautiful thing and God moves. But just like anything, the enemy is just waiting to say, okay, you had such a good time. Bam, well, I got this waiting for you. And so sometimes, you know, because we're not perfect, right? We're, we're, um, we're people who are fallible. And we get weak and we get tired. And when we get home, sometimes we just, it's like, all right, Lord, you know what? I got to do battle in my home. It's a battleground, Mm -hmm. you know? And we put that music on. And I know for me, I put that music on and it's, it's a time that it's like, all right, all right, devil, you're not, you know, this is what's going to happen. This might be going on right now, but you ain't winning. 
You know, you're not taking control over the situation. I'm putting on the worship because I am singing and speaking the name of Jesus over my home and my family. And it's like, as you sing, as you sing along and as you worship, like, like Brian said, the atmosphere just changes mm-hmm. and it's just peace. You know, I'm a battle. I, I, I'm a, I feel like I'm a warrior. I sing, I get in it, you know, you get dirty in it sometimes. And it's like, God is just reminding me as, as we worship, I got this, mm-hmm. you know, I got you. I love you. I have you. And then it, it goes into just, Lord, it's about you. And it just, it just flips the script again. And you got to remind, you remember that it's about Jesus again. And then, then that ultimate worship and the singing and the, you know, you can lose yourself in it. You can. And, and what I'm reminded of, I had somebody on the, on the, on the show a few weeks ago, and we were talking about the battle of Jericho Mm -hmm. and against Mosaic law. God told them to send in the worshipers first. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when you when you talk about that in terms of of any battle you face, the thing you can do and I I would encourage any of our listeners, anytime you're going through something, start with worship. That's right. You know, even even when I pray, I start by thanking God. You know, the scripture tells us to bring our requests with thanksgiving. Right. And all of that is a form of worship. It is. It is. Yeah. And sometimes you uh, you can just, you can put the worship music on, you know, low in the background as you're reading the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, God will begin to speak to you. And then that's another way you just begin to feel his presence by getting into his word uh, and, and whatever you know, whatever's going on, if you're sick in body, look up, there's healing scriptures, you know, and then you can just sense his presence that way. Prayer. He leads you. Yeah, he does. He does lead you. you Whether know. it's through prayer, reading the word, worship. Yeah. And I know I'm I'm on a read through the Bible in order process right now, uh, but I also read other scriptures as as the Lord leads. But But Greg, right now, he'll sit down and he'll pray and he'll be like, okay, God, what do you want me to read today? Mm-hmm. And 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 then we'll have we'll have these discussions about it, but it's that powerful time and it's it's intimate time with him. Right. You know, we we do like he and I do collective, you know, where we'll read things together, but then we each have our separate time with the Lord. And I think that's so important for everybody, whether you're married, whether you're single, spending that time with the Lord. And again, it's 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 part of that. You know, there was an there was an old song we used to sing, and I think it's it comes from a psalm. You know, we bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. Well, the truth of the matter is, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So anywhere we are, we are in the house of the Lord. That's right. If we allow Him to to have that, to to access that. And so when we read the word and we take that in and we just, we meditate on who he is and his love for us and everything that he's already done, that's worship as well. That's right. There are times when I I know personally, if I am seeking the Lord for something specific, 
I will put on worship music and I have, I have certain go-tos that I know I can, I can get in that frame of mind to be completely open and, and to allow myself also. and, And I think this is important to be completely vulnerable before him. Right. To say, you know, if, if I've, goofied up somewhere or if there's somewhere where I need to make a change or an adjustment to just be willing and open to say God show me something right and sometimes I know for me it's like okay I've hit kind of a roadblock here where where do you want me to go from here you know I'm or I'm at this fork in the road which way is not just the right way but the way that you want right right because there's good and then there's God and sometimes they're the same and sometimes they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But yeah, it's bringing in that sense of worship, I think, is that, and, and especially Monique, what you were saying about being created to worship and that being ingrained in, in who you are. But I think that's something that we can all take away. Right. We may not all be singers. We may not all play an instrument. That's right. But we all can find a way to worship. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, we are we are all created to worship, and and that's the thing. You know, I, I think a lot of times people, and you can tell me, you know, people think that I, like you said, oh, I can't sing or I can't play an instrument or I don't that they are not worshipers mm-hmm. that they can't sing unto him and they can't worship him. They can't, you know, give him that. Um, the Bible says, make a joyful noise into the Lord. So it doesn't matter if you can sing or not sing, you know, right. it's your heart. It's your heart. Yes. Yeah. It's a matter of your heart and, and just talking to him, you know, and, and a lot of times we get, we get at a standstill, you know, a lot of times we can get stagnant or we can get in our, in our fields and, and we can, there are times that it's like, you know, you know what, Lord, I'm, I'm not as close as I need to be today. And God will always prompt us. He will, you know, the Holy Spirit will always speak to us. And then I know for us, it's, it's, I can hear him in his office. His music goes on, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not sitting necessarily in a chair, but I'm doing dishes. It's, you know, I'm cleaning the house or I'm, um, but it's your attitude Mm -hmm. of worship because you can talk to God anytime. You can worship him anytime. It doesn't have to be in church or specific area or a specific time. In your car going down the road. Yeah. It's it's when God speaks to you, he just wants to talk to you. You know, he just wants to love on you. He wants to know, hey, you know, how are you doing? You know, and and, and then it's your time to talk and say, God, you know, you've been so good. You know, reminders of how good he's been. You know, sometimes we forget. Um, Our pastor was teaching this this Wednesday night and it's like, Sometimes we forget how good God has been to us when we go through something. And it's a reminder as we enter in, it's like, Lord, once again, you are here and I love you for it. And I'm grateful to you for it. If you never did anything for me, if you never did anything for me, I still will worship you because you're God. You know, you love me. You are who you are. Um, But even more because you love me and because you've gotten us through, you know, and those are the times that as you enter in that you just, it all just starts to flow out. Yeah. It's having that 
mental state of worship and Mm -hmm. that heart posture of worship. We are worshipers. And I, and I love Brian that you brought up the the make a joyful noise. You know, I used to play on a worship team. I used to play guitar on a worship team years ago, and they would be like, "You want a microphone?" And I'd be like, "No, <laughs> nobody, nobody, I can. I I'm okay. I'm fair. No, nobody wants to hear that." Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but you I mean, still it, made a joyful noise, didn't you? I'm, I'm very good at making a joyful noise. <laughs> and it, it, it actually took me a while before I could actually sing and play at the same time anyway. So, <laughs> you know, there's only, it, that was a, that was an adjustment, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you are. And I, I think that's, that's the big takeaway that we can all pull from this right. is it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter when you are. I mean, like you said, you could pray driving down the road. And and exactly. <laughs> ironically, yeah. I was doing that yesterday. I had an appointment yesterday morning and uh was driving down the road and was just praying. And I'm like, it was rainy, it was it was yuck here yesterday. And and I was just like, okay, God, I'm just I'm doing this thing. I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. And then the person I was meeting with, we had the most powerful divine appointment. Wow. And I'm like, I know that I was more in tune to the Holy Spirit in my appointment, which was not a ministry appointment. I was going to the bank. <laughs> but wow. yet God turned it into a divine appointment. But I was more in tune because I had been in prayer on on the way there. And it wasn't like some long convoluted prayer. It was a 10-minute car ride. Right. You know, it was just, I was was just praying in my prayer language and just worshiping and yeah. And and it it doesn't, it doesn't take much. Like you said, God just wants to be part of our lives. That's right. And he wants to be in every part of our lives. Yes. And that's that's why, you know, like Monique, you said you could be doing the dishes or or cleaning the house or whatever. You can be at work. You can be wherever, whatever, whenever. That's right. right. Yeah. You know, worship falls into multiple categories. You know, like you mentioned, reading the word, listening to worship music, praying, all of that can be a form of worship. Right. It is. It is. It's just, it's a heart thing. It's just being grateful, letting the Lord know how much you love him. You know, it's, it's exalting him. And I love it that he reciprocates. Yeah. Because as you, as you sing and as you, you know, you're not having to quote specific scripture in order to sing and you don't have to do specific things, but as you, you know, as you're singing and, and you're, you're talking to him and then all of a sudden, for instance, I get my feels very easy, you know, um, there's a lot that goes on and I'll sit there and sometimes we feel bad. Sometimes it's like, God, where are you? And a song will come on and the song will say, you are not alone. And you want to just be like, hmm, because that <laughs> maybe how I was just feeling. But it's like in his music, in the words, he speaks to you. Yeah. And then you start singing and it's, it's, it's just, a, it's, a, it's a, like I said before, it's a beautiful thing. 
just to be sometimes just there and open, um, broken. Yeah. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. That's the word vulnerable. Yes. I think that's important for everybody to, to understand is we all have those moments of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. We, you cannot be a rock star all the time, you know, and honestly, that's not healthy. No, because all the time, none of us are perfect people. I think you mentioned that earlier, Brian, none of us are perfect people. We all have, have issues that God is working through us and, and cleaning us up, but it means we have to allow ourselves to be vulnerable in those, in those moments. We have to be willing for the Holy spirit to expose things that he wants to heal or he wants to restore. Right. You know, even, even more so, you know, if, if, if you go into it and, and it, it goes back, I think, to to really what you were saying at the very beginning. It's all about heart posture. If mm-hmm. you go into church, and 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 I'm just saying this is just like your regular person that goes in and and goes to listen to the message or whatever. If you go in with a heart that you don't want to be there, mm-hmm. or I, I know some people who refuse to sing. If you're going to go in there and you're going to sit there like Mister Gr- Mister or Miss Grump with your arms crossed and a, and a bad attitude written from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, right. you're not going to get anything out of it. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. You're right. But if you go in and you're willing to let the Holy Spirit move. That's right. And you're willing to let God show you and, and, inv- and ultimately it's, it's an allowance for him to envelop you in that love that's right. that right. he has for you. Because, and I think, and and I'll let you talk more about that, but to me, when you worship, you know, there was, there was a song we used to sing a long time ago, you know, when the praises come up, the glory comes down and that becomes that open conduit then for him to do the work. Right. Well, you know, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he's going to direct your path. So if we come in with that heart of, you know, okay, God, I'm here. I may be going through these things. I may be going to, I don't, I don't understand why this is happening, but, you know, I've come in to worship you. You know, just having that heart of, okay, God, I'm, I'm, I'm here. You know, I'm in, I'm in your house, um, you know, and then I think with that open heart, you know, you'll, you'll sense the presence of God. Yeah. And I think that's it. It's, it's, you have to have that, that open heart. Right. To be able to receive. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, and even if you think about that in, in the natural, when you tell somebody that you love them, there's, there's an innate vulnerability that you open up to, you know, and I think about in the, in the couple dynamic, you know, you guys are a married couple you know, Greg and I are married. The first time you say, I love you to that person, there's a vulnerability of, do they feel the same way back? And what's awesome is we know that when we come in and we worship the Lord and we tell him how much we love him, we already know that he's going to reciprocate. And in fact, he's the one that did it first. 
He's just been waiting for us to reciprocate. Yeah. A lot of times, well, you know, I just, we have this image during worship and, and sometimes we'll share with the congregation, you know, that Jesus is here. You know, he, he's standing right here at the front of the altar and he has, you know, his arms open wide and he's just waiting for you to make the first step. He's waiting for you to make the first step to come to him. And, you know, and then he will, you know, take the next step, basically, you know, wrap those arms of love around you and, 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 and minister to whatever you're going through. Yeah. Because, you know, Jesus gives us a choice. He never, he doesn't come and grab you and say, you're going to worship me. And, right. you know, that's not who he is. Right. You know, he's a loving God. Um, he's a God who he's waiting, like, like Brian said, but when, when you worship, as you feel, you know, you, it, it breaks stuff down, you know, it breaks down that facade that you walk in with for most. Mm -hmm. um, there are some, like you said, that will sit there um, with, like you said, with their arms crossed and they are digging their feet in and they'll miss out. But there are so many more who, as you know, you come in and you do battle because, you know, as a praise team and as, as, as worship leaders, we, it's not like we're up there singing kumbaya and it's all, you know, um, right. those flying everywhere. And no, it's a battleground. We're going in there because we don't know what demons are trying to come up in there. We don't know what the enemy is trying to do. And we get in there and from moment one, we are in prayer. From moment one, it is a battleground for the, you know, for God to do his thing you know, for the enemy to be cast out so that those lives could then start to sense that the Holy Spirit is moving, that the Holy Spirit is raining down on them. And then you see, you see a, a slow breaking, the altars start to fill with people who are saying, God, I surrender to you. Yeah. You know, um, it's a little bit of a process. But you got to look, I t we tell it, praise him. It starts with you. Like you said, they sent the musicians out first. Right. You have a, we have a responsibility. We have to have our lives in check, mm -hmm. you know, to get up there and, and to sing. And it's not a game. We don't take it as a game. We're no. very, it, it's a very serious thing. You know, people think, oh, you get up there and you just sing a song. And, no. Mm -mm. I mean, other people may do that, but I know for us and for our praise team and for the people that we, we are with, it's a serious thing because we know, we know that one person may walk in, but if they walk out, that might be the last time they walk out anywhere. Yeah. And so we want the Holy Spirit to move and touch lives during that service. And it's not within our power. Mm -hmm. by any means we're just like you used the word earlier we are a conduit mm -hmm. for the holy spirit as we sing and we worship for god to then say okay i'm taking over because like i said you don't know if that's the last time you'll have the opportunity you know mm -hmm. so you worship yeah you know freely with unabandonedness um and God always comes through. Just ordinary people that God uses. Yeah. And, no professionals, and, no, no, you know, just people who love the Lord and just want to sing and, and give him glory. And he does so much 
and we're so grateful. Yeah. You know, and true worship, you know, the, the scripture tells us that God is a spirit and they that love him will worship him in spirit and in truth. truth. And when you, when you take that aspect of it, it's not a performance. You're not there to be entertained. You're not there. And, and I think, uh, unfortunately we do see some of that, but true worshipers are the ones that understand we're leading you into battle and it does start with us. And, and here we go, you know, and we're going to, we're going to fight with you beside you. That's right. Yeah. You know, and, and let the Lord come in and, and do what he needs to do. That's right. Beyond what we can do in our strength. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's not us. <laughs> no. So as we're as we're wrapping up for today, are there any final encouragements that you would have for our listeners? I think just you know we we've talked about worship you know today, and 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 I think just finding a place, finding yourself, you know, wherever it, wherever you are, whether you're in a car, whether you're in your office, whether you're at home, um, wherever, just take. Just take that time, um, you know, hey, put, you know, everybody has Alexa's nowadays, so you put, uh, you know, ask her to put the worship music and just, just get away and, and, and just breathe, you know, just get away and, and, and as a, there's a song, just get away and breathe his name because he's going to surely meet you there, you know, in the presence of Jehovah. Yeah, just, just be, be vulnerable and be open and don't go in to worship with preconceived notions of this is, you know, what I want. This is what it needs to be. Just go in and enjoy. I tell people, enjoy worship. Yeah. Enjoy singing. Enjoy hearing the words and, and enjoy that time with God. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so special. And he, like he said, it doesn't have to be in a specific place, but just enjoy it because God reveals himself and, you know, I could be washing a plate and all of a sudden it's like, thank you, Lord. That peace just kind of takes over, you know? So we would just encourage people. Don't think that you have to be anything other than open and just, you don't know how to worship, then just say the name of Jesus. That's right. That's all you have to do is say the name of Jesus. And there they there's say power in the name there's of power Jesus. in the name yes. of Jesus. And that's all it takes. Yep. Amen. That's all it takes. Well, Brian, Monique, thank you both so much for joining us. Tell tell our folks where they can find uh Delmarva Evangelistic. It's uh 408 Gordy Road in Salisbury, Maryland. Um, I'm sure if you can just put in your map quest, Google us, and you know, we can find us. Or also, if you're on Facebook, um, we do uh, live streaming of our services on Sunday mornings at 1045. Um, so it's just under Delmarva Evangelistic Church, and you can find us there. And I think the email is what decsalisbury.com. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, it's Pastor Buzz Gregory. He's the pastor at the church. Services are at 1045, Sunday school at 10. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Well, we, yeah. Invite anybody who, if you don't have a church, um, if you need time to maybe say, hey, what is this worship all about? You know, just check us out. 
Um, but if anything else, just just put the music on and worship him. Just sing. Just sing. Just sing. Amen. Sing to Jesus. That's all it takes. Amen. Well, thank you so much again for you all. We're listening to uh, Exchanging Eternal Truths. And as always, until next week, be blessed, my friends.